What's up, friends? Can you believe it's already Monday? But most importantly, can you believe that it's April? Something? Like, what is happening? This year is already flying by crazy. Well, today we're going to be talking about your definition of success. And I'm going to share with you four biblical truths about success. I know as women who are believers in Christ, but also called to grow online businesses, it's important that we really define and often redefine what success means. For some people, success feels like financial freedom. For some people, you might think that success would equal more time in your life or potentially more fulfillment in what it is that you're doing. Maybe it's something to do with uh, growing a team, right? Like what does success actually mean for you when you're thinking about why you're doing what you're actually doing? But I truly think that we as, as Christian entrepreneurs, we need to foundationally come back to what success is defined as biblically. And so in today's conversation, we're going to explore four biblical truths about success and really take a look at what it means to focus on God-centered success that will benefit his kingdom. Grab your Bible. Let's go. Hey friend, do you want to grow your online business and actually make more money? Are you sick of feeling pressure to constantly show up on social media or be tied to your phone 24-7? Do you wish you had more time to be present with your kids without worrying about your business falling apart? There's a way to simplify and streamline so you can make money, grow your audience, and still have balance in your life and business. Hey, I'm Steph Gass, Christian business and podcast coach, boundary boss, and multi-six-figure CEO. Want to learn how I did it? Go refill your iced coffee, because I'm about to teach you how to take your online business to the next level with God at the center of it all. I pray this blesses you. Let's get it. All right, friends. Do you feel like you are potentially under attack? Do you feel like... The, the closer you get to clarity or the closer you get to finally starting your podcast or doing something audacious in your business that it seems like everything is just pressing up against you, that maybe you're dealing with more struggle in your daily life. I do not believe that is by accident because we know that we will go through trials of many kinds. That's why I want to invite you to come and get my free seven-step spiritual battle plan from Psalms chapter 18 and learn how to defeat the enemy strongholds and spiritual warfare with God. This was a gift that he gave me one morning as I was going through my own battle in my life. And he asked me to share it with all of you. There are absolutely no strings attached. It's completely free. And I just pray that it blesses you, that it gives you the armor that you need to continue walking this journey out because friend, sister, you are called for a time such as this, and you have everything that you need to keep walking it out. You can download it right now at stephaniegass.com slash battle plan. Okay, let's get to work. We're gonna work, 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 y'all. Let's do this. Okay, first of all, when we think about success, we have to remember that success for us who are in Christ Jesus is not defined by worldly standards. Matthew 16, 26 says, For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? This verse reminds us that the temporary things we get here on earth, such as 
money or fame or recognition or achievement or so many likes or followers, they do not equal success from a biblical standard. Success is found in eternal treasures that we store up in heaven, right? So we do not want to measure our success based on what the world says, but rather what God says. And this verse is specifically telling us that nothing will matter that we have here if we forfeit our soul to get it. And so constantly coming back to why am I doing what I am doing and how does this further my call? How does this glorify God? How does this help other people, right? When we look at those commandments, we can go right back to the commandments and we can say that we are to love our neighbor, love other people. So how do I love people through my work? How do I love people through my podcast? How do I even love people through my courses, right? It gives them the solutions that they need. Having this deep, true desire to help people have this breakthrough in whatever it is that you do, that is glorifying God. Working hard for him to fulfill the call, that is glorifying God. We see Adam already working in the Garden of Eden with God. Adam works with God and we are called to work with God while we are here, not to work for the glory of man or out of the fear of what men will think of us or out of the desire of our flesh, but to work beside God to glorify him. And that, for me, is the first really big indication that I am successful. Number two, success comes from obedience to God. Success comes from obedience to God. I don't know if you get all kinds of cringy when I say obedient. I do not know. But friend, I have been living in the Old Testament for a hot minute now. I'm doing the Bible in a year plan. And I'm like, God has such an, a, like a serious intentional focus on obedience. And why? Not because he is this angry, you know, um, dictator, God, who wants you to do every single thing he says, but because he knows the cost of disobedience, right? God literally cannot be in the presence of sin. That's why we have Jesus Christ, who is our intercessor, who stands before us, who goes before us, who walks who walks um, that line, right, and tides the line between us and the Lord. And he's already covered all of our sins. But God literally cannot be in the presence of disobedience. And so obedience is so critically important for us as followers to end up going where he wants us to go. God knows that if we are just obedient to his word and his will, that we are going to end up with him in heaven forever, in eternity, with our eternal treasure, right? So he doesn't want us, like any loving parent would not, he doesn't want us to go off on our own path, being disobedient, following sin, you know, thinking that our way is best. I mean, simply look at your kids and think about it through that lens and go, I really want my kids to be obedient, right? Because I know that I have everything that they need to get them where God wants them to go. Deuteronomy 28 verse one through two says, God promises to bless us if we obey his commands. The promise of blessings is not limited to material possessions, but also includes spiritual blessings such as peace and joy, right? So when we put God first and we obey his commands, we're opening ourselves up to his blessings. And what are God's blessings? Oh my gosh, God's blessings are infinite. Like like peace and joy, of course, an emotional blessing, but I have seen blessing in every aspect of my life, in my health, in the fruit of my marriage, in the way I communicate, in my friendships, in my finances, 
in just like blessing that'll come from like an opportunity for us to give in this really cool, unique way. And like that blesses us through our giving or just being so blessed by my children, like repeating something back that I didn't think they heard. And that seed has been planted and rooted in their heart. Like God's in every little itty bitty detail of your life. And that success and those blessings and that favor is going to come because we are obedient to what it is that he's asking us to do. Okay, number three, success is found in God's provision and favor. God promises to provide for our needs and give us favor with others, okay? Philippians 4.19 says, And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Proverbs 3, 4 through 5 tells us that if we trust in the Lord and we don't lean on our own understanding— He is going to make our paths straight. So what do these mean? It means that God will supply everything you need, which in and of itself means you're successful. You don't even have to strive for it. You don't have to control anything. You don't have to force it. God's already giving you every single thing that you need. That's so beautiful. What a beautiful success story that we are because God's already taking care of us. And then it says, and don't lean on your own understanding. God will make your path straight. So in addition, God's going to lay the path beneath your feet. And you don't, again, have to force this outcome. You don't have to throw a hundred things at the wall and hope that something sticks because God's already got the path for you. And that is success. It's the trusting. True success biblically is a deeper trust of the plan, the outcome, and the beautiful life that God already created for you. It's literally to just live it out. Lastly, number four, success is about God-centered, others-focused living, right? Lastly, it's not about us. I know that's really hard to hear. It's hard for me still to hear because we are humans. We want to... We just, we just want, right? Like we are flesh. We are. And it's, we look around and we want what other people have. And, you know, our, our nature is that of comparison and of fear. But the reality is that we have been made new through Christ. And so with Holy Spirit living inside of us, we can ask God and ask Holy Spirit to help us stop focusing on ourselves and start focusing on the gifts we've been given and the talents that God has had for us from birth and to use us as vessels for his kingdom, to bring glory to him and to help other people. Matthew 5, 16 says, Jesus tells us to let our light shine before others so that they may see our good works and glorify our father in heaven. Our good works are to be used Our kingdom gifts are to be put into the world. We are to pursue our calling and we are to work hard, but it's all to glorify him. So our success should not be based on what it gives us, right? But how it it gives to others. So to kind of wrap this whole thing up, I believe that our definition of success as Christian women who our business owners, you guys are ambitious, you are achievement driven, you are leaders, and there is nothing wrong with that. There is everything right with that. It's to make sure that our focus and our intention is on the right outcome of our work, right? It's to make sure that all of our work is pointing to God 
and helping other people and glorifying him that's pleasing God, that's benefiting his kingdom, that's bringing truth and blessing and healing and helpfulness to his church. And we can actively do this, friend. We can do this through obedience to him, trusting that he's got the favor and provision to get us exactly where we are supposed to go and living a life that's centered around him and helping others, blessing other people. Remember that true success is found in Jesus Christ and the eternal treasures that we are all working hard for today, we're going to receive them in heaven. So I would encourage you to sit down with a sheet of paper or a keyboard and start writing. I want you to just be inspired, let Holy Spirit lead. And I want you to write out what does success mean to you and what is biblical success embodying in your life so that you can choose to live that out on a daily basis. I pray this blessed you. I'll see you back on Wednesday. Bye, friend. Did you have fun or learn something? Leave mama a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it stretched you, challenged you, or grew you in some way. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else who's been praying for a business breakthrough? It would also bless me big if you'd take 30 seconds and leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts. Lastly, come watch my free workshop where I'll teach you how to grow your online business in less than two hours a week using podcasting. Watch right now at podcastforgrowth.com. I'll see you in a few days. God bless.